So did you vote? I absolutely did, like three weeks ago. I did mail-in ballot. How was that experience? Um, It was good. It was the first time I've done a mail-in ballot, um, but I like the convenience of it. And just where I'm at right now in Florida, there's a lot of, you know, high coronavirus numbers. So I'm trying to limit my... Uh, where the fuck I'm at, how many bitches I'm around. You feel me? Like, I'm Amen. trying, if I don't have to be somewhere, I try not to go there. You know, of course, you got to grocery shop. Of course, you got to, you know, do things to, you know, your car. You got to get things. You need to run your errands and shit. But, bitch, if I can avoid being around a large group of people, I will. So, I love the convenience of it. Um, I just checked the other day to make sure that they did receive it and that my vote was counted. And, it was a to the man. I did my part. Amen. Well, um, this unbeknownst to some people, this was my first time voting. I did not get the uh, melon ballot situation. I guess I would say in time, but I guess I didn't get it at all. So I had to physically go and vote, which I guess was necessary, being that it was my first time. It was a great experience. I got to share it with my mom, and um. I really feel like I made history, especially given the fact that I've been glued to my television, watching the numbers roll in and the results pile in from different states. And I feel like even though my state is red, I made a difference because my president is coming, baby. And it ain't Donald Trump. Hallelujah. Amen to that shit. Um, we're seeing them go neck and neck, but obviously it does seem as if Joe Biden has a um, greater lead than Donald Trump. And that pasty, orange, raggedy bitch just seems like he, he just doesn't know how to accept his soon-to-be defeat. And I hate to, you know, put the chicken before the egg or the egg before the chicken or however that shit goes, but it seeing what we're seeing we know that mail-in ballots in a lot of situations as we're seeing um be reported are for democrats so all that's left to count now for these states like pennsylvania and if joe biden ends up getting pennsylvania then he has won the presidency that's a wrap a dundata and i'm here for it so um, I can't wait to see how this transition to power, if this is like this now and Donald Trump is throwing a hissy fit, I can't wait to see, bitch, <laughs> how he's going to take once we hear the results of the next several days. Um, hopefully tonight, you know, hopefully Monday morning. I don't know if they're going to do counting over the weekend, but like, I really feel like Blue is going to be top dog once again. Yes. Well, Nevada, they said they would be counting all the way through Saturday, possibly until Sunday morning. Um, but speaking of hissy fits, you know, he already said he is not going to concede. It's not law that he has to. It's only tradition. And as we know, Donald Trump is not a traditional man. He is not going to concede. At least that's what he's saying. So that's something that we have to worry about on top of the fact that he is now like making false claims that states are mishandling votes and cheating and doing fraud to make sure that Biden wins these states. And I think that is the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. You could not be more sore of a loser. Well, at this point, um, the investigations that have been launched into these polling um, 
operations. Uh, there have been there has been no evidence of impropriety. There has been no evidence that anything is you know going awry in um, in the counting of these votes. So um, I love that the Supreme Court has you know has been shutting down the request to take legal action because you have to allow by law you have to allow the voting process to go through. All this hateful man is spewing out of his damn mouth is hate speech, um, fear, and you have people like we just saw in the news, a, a group of armed Trump supporters um, were planning on shooting up and blowing up a polling station. Have we really gotten to this point? And this is who you want to win, someone who invites, who invokes, you know, that level of violence? that wants to disrespect the very foundation of this great country, which is its democracy. No, bitch, we don't accept that. And that's why you have to go. Absolutely, he has to go. Now, speaking of these lawsuits that hopefully, like you said, have been thrown out, one is against Georgia. Basically, he wants to stop the count. Stop counting is what he keeps chanting and what his fans keep chanting. So he wants to file a lawsuit against Georgia, against Michigan, Arizona and Nevada. And I think he's just giving up hope on Pennsylvania because he already knows what the future holds for him. But what's crazy is Biden, I think, only needed two states or Pennsylvania. Trump needs three states and Pennsylvania. So he needs four states in total in order to win. All Biden needs is Pennsylvania. So, and and what's really warming my heart is that most of the reports that I'm seeing on the news is like, under the record, y'all, we can already say Biden has won. We just can't officially say it yet. The man is at 260-something, and you need 270 to win. Trump is at 214. Bitch, come on now. Give it up and leave that house behind. Yes, God, honey. Um, and, I, and just to look at the character, um, Joe Biden is uh, obviously representing himself as a calm leader. Um, you don't sit here and poke fun. All it does is exploit your immaturity, as we're seeing with Donald Trump. Like, he is pouting. He's acting like a child. This raggedy bitch does not know how to take this imminent defeat. And it just kills my spirit. And I'm laughing on the inside because, like, you see Joe Biden poised. He's not out here doing this. And, it's, again, it's just another reminder of, like, this is who y'all have had in our office for the last four fucking years, bitch. Seriously? You've had a child sitting and heading. Think when you really get into the minutia, bitch, of it all, what has he really done for this country? Not a goddamn thing. When you really think about it. He's done nothing to improve American lives whatsoever. He's spent most of his time trying to tear down everything Barack Obama um, built during his presidency. When he gave his press speech or whatever, um, and every time I see press rooms now, I think of House of Cards and it's so wild because I'm like, oh my God, they got it right. They got it spot on. But um, Trump went out and he was talking or whatever. And then when he finished, this is when he was like, it's fraud going on. And if you count the legal votes, I'm in the league, girl, please. Okay. Because if you want to count the popular votes, Hillary should have beat your ass a long time ago. Okay. So poof. When he finished that speech, he literally like dipped his head into his shoulders and sulked. Like he was sulking as he walked 
back to his office. And you could tell like he was already defeated. He just does not want to accept it, but he is. And the crazy part about it is this is nothing new. This is nothing new. I remember uh, Hillary saying, and they really helped my remembrance because they brought back all these goddamn clips of Hillary saying like, when he feels like he's about to lose, he swears up and down that people are mishandling votes or doing him wrong or this, that, and the third. He always wants to play the victim. And one of the shows I was watching was talking about that clip. One of the hosts, he, I guess, thought back or recollected a time before then when I guess you needed a certain state and he didn't get the state and he swore up and down that um, Ted Bush or whatever his name was. Is it Ted Bush? Child. Um, <laughs> Whatever his name was, I think Ted Cruz or Ted Bush or whatever, he was fucking with the votes. So it's always somebody else's fault. He never wants to take the blame. And outside of that, if you pay attention to the, the campaign and the debate or whatever that he was having against Biden, he kept saying, you know, they treat me very badly. They Y'all treat him good, but y'all treat me. He always wants to play the victim. And it's just like, baby, who wants a victim as a leader? Do you even really want to be president anymore? Because it's like he has no fight. He just expected to win. And because he's not, now he's hurting. One of the things that kills me the most about this whole, you know, voting situation is he's coming out here throwing these temper tantrums, as we discussed. But if you really pay attention, no one in his campaign, no one in the Republican side is even aligning themselves with, with him to agree that you've won. or there's alleged fraud in the voting process. So if no one else is agreeing with you, even in your own campaign and your own little red bitches agree with you, and again, no offense to the Republican Party, but as long as Donald Trump is y'all's representative for president, you will always and forever be considered those red bitches, okay? No one's agreeing with him. So that goes to show that you're the one with the problem. And we've heard other like legal analysts say um, that what he's saying is not correct. It's all lies and fabrications and fallacies. It's all made up. And you're just basically you are disrespecting the American political process. And that alone is the reason you should be shunned, bitch. You raggedy whore. Speaking of red bitches, where is your vice president? Better yet, where the fuck is your wife? No sign of Melania. No sign of Mike Pence. Like nobody is. Y'all, we got this. Like, nothing. The only person that's fighting for you is this raggedy-ass pastor who is numb your whole day getting cured all on the goddamn stage. I see Africa. I see Africa. I can't stand that bitch Paula White, honey. I cannot stand her. That girl was going on a tangent. I did a whole video the other night. I don't know if you had a chance to see it um, about it. And, honey, when I mean she was just killing my spirit, and I was like, girl, don't be calling on God. Don't try to say that this is uh, demon uh, demonic spirits taking control of the political process. Like, girl, and I never even knew that she was Donald Trump's spiritual advisor. I didn't know that. So, and I was like, you could, uh, again, find somebody else, girl, because Paula White has been possessed by the devil for many, many years, honey. Girl, please. My thing is, you want to pray against the evil forces that's keeping him from being reelected, but why not pray for the people that's in them goddamn cages? Why not pray for all these black boys that was losing their lives? Why not pray for Breonna Taylor? Why not pray that we get our fucking reparations? Why not pray that racism ends as a whole?
Or why don't you just come out and use your heavy influence because she's one of the mega church heavy hitters, just like Joe Osteen and Dr. Creflo Dollar. Eddie Long used to be, but God already got his fuck ass for all his evil misdeeds. So I guess God. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, oh. I truly feel like you know where where is this heavy influence again? Like you said, when we are fate, when our world and our people are facing certain levels of turmoil. You know, again, I, I said that in a video I did recently about Joe Osteen when and he's based in your state. When yeah. that hurricane hit and everything was flooding out. He closed the fucking church down. And I'm trying to figure out, speaking of which, since we're talking about the world, Paula, whatever the fuck your name is, bitch, why you haven't been praying that we just get rid of the coronavirus? Because you have to pray because those mega churches, and I don't know if people know this about churches and their tax deductions, a lot of times they are tax sheltered. They don't have to pay out taxes. That's why a lot of these churches have multi-million dollar situations going on. The, she, of course she's going to pray because it serves self-interest, raggedy bitch. That's a shame. They're always worried about how they're going to be able to do them. Fuck that. And fuck them. I don't know when people are going to learn. Stop following everything. Stop following everything. Especially if you haven't noticed that your life hasn't personally improved from it. I told the story already, but I'll tell it again um, here on the Kitty Box. Hello, God. Every morning from work uh, for the past several months, uh, getting off of the ramp to my exit, there's this homeless man that's on a wheelchair, and he's dragging this poor dog with him through um, everywhere he goes. And he's holding up, um, you know, supporting Trump signs and shit like that, and American flags and make America great again, you know, kind of shit. So I put my window down. He's asking me for change. And I was like, well, girl, um, what about your president? You're homeless. You're in a wheelchair. You're decrepit. You're, you're wandering the mesa with the goddamn dog who probably can do better without your fuck ass. And you Ooh. have to ask me for a dollar. But what about you're supporting a man who's obviously you might be a vet. We know how he feels about military. We know he thinks that all military are losers and suckers. He has no respect for the vets of the military whatsoever. So you're supporting this man because of what? And I was like, no, you can't get no change. Ask your president, put my window, but got the fuck on. So it's just, uh, when we get to the place where we start to support people who don't do nothing for us, just because you want to say like 50 cent raving about taxes, fuck taxes when people are losing their goddamn lives. If Joe Biden and Kamala Harris can step down from the heavens and lay waste to these raggedy-ass law enforcement agencies that obviously don't give a fuck about Black Lives Mattering, honey, I'll pay higher taxes because at least I know I can travel safely. At least I know my friends and my family members can travel safely throughout this world without having to worry about someone who is paid by taxpayer dollars that's sworn to protect and serve. I'll pay higher taxes if it means that these bitches are going to step through and lay waste to these whores. I'm here for it. He never said who he was going to protect and serve. To him, America looks like his home. Not anything outside of it. If it don't look like what he got inside of his motherfucking four walls, he don't consider that America. A random man could be walking down the street. If he black and got a hoodie on or some jeans, he's automatically a thug. Man might not have ever smoked or done any drug a day in his motherfucking life. As we saw with that poor child, and forgive me, I'm, um, I forgot his name, but um, last year, that poor child who 
played the violins for fucking kittens. Oh my God, How they just beat him up. He was so small and frail as it is. And you guys took him as a threat and you basically beat him and, and suffocated him as you did George Floyd this past year. You know, as we've seen multiple times throughout these years, like when the fuck are these situations going to be held accountable? When are we going to start putting our foot down as a people? So sorry, President Trump, you don't represent us. And we are the majority here. You're part of the 1%. That means the 99%, the people like us living underneath that poverty line level. You know what I'm saying? We need representation. Not just on the federal level, but every other fucking level. So that's why I'm also hoping that we gain control in the Senate. We already grabbed the House. It's this, you know, we already grabbed the House. Now we need to, we're neck and neck with um, Republicans in the Senate. Once we control yeah. all of that shit, we'll be good to go. But even if for some reason the Senate does turn Republican again and Joe Biden wins, they're not going to be able to do him like they did Barack Obama when he when he was president. We're going to, because the American people, if we see now almost 70 million people voted for Joe Biden, he has the most votes of any president in history, the popular vote. That lets me know that the young folks are really, really, really into the political process. So we're going to hold him and Kamala to a really high standard when they step in office. And we're going to hold the Senate and the House responsible on a higher level than they've ever seen before. Because now people are paying attention to politicians and the way they run the world, the way they run the, um, the country. They're going to have no choice but to be bipartisan and work together. If they don't, we're going to hold their feet to the goddamn fire. We have to. We absolutely have to. And you are absolutely right. We as millennials are very interested in what's going on. We don't want to just go down there and cast a vote and just go on. And I spent like 20 minutes at that ballot box. Just I didn't want to vote for somebody, honestly and truly. And I'm just being honest. I didn't want to vote for them just because they were a Democrat. What the fuck do you stand for? So, of course, my presidency vote was Democrat. But if a liberal made more sense in another area, that bitch got my vote because I'm I'm concerned about what's what's fair across the board. We need representation. We need support. We need fucking rights. And that's so crazy that we have to say that in 2020. We need rights, not just black people, but gay people like we need all minorities need rights. And how fucking dare y'all try to control us? Like, girl, uh-uh. And I'm so happy that people are, like, really seeing what it is. Somebody called this uh, political poetry. And they said how it started on, even with before Donald Trump, but saying with Donald Trump, it started with racism. And it's going to end with a Black woman in the White House. Amen to that. And just touching on, you know, the voting really quick, um, one of the things I really enjoyed about the mail-in ballot is I had a good opportunity to sit at home on my own time. And if it were people like for my local areas, if I didn't know who they were, or even on the federal level too, if even if I didn't know who they were, I would have an opportunity to Google them and take my time to learn their history, you know, learn what they voted for in the past, just to kind of get a glimpse of who they were and where they what what, what side they stood on when it came to truth and justice. Amen. So that's one of the reasons I really enjoyed that because when you're at the polls. You can to you have the, all the right to take all the time in the world, but you know when you're in a line, you feel this urge to hurry the fuck up. Yeah, and I don't want to, you know, miss out on something or check the wrong box just because I'm worried about the bitch behind me. You know what I'm saying? 
luckily for me and my mom, we were at a particular center where it was really like light. There was really no traffic at all. There was no line for us. We went right in and voted. Um, but this is not a situation like at a convenience store at a fast food line, bitch. I don't give a fuck how long it takes. I want to make sure that my vote is solid and in alignment with what I believe. I don't want, I looked at that presidential selection maybe six times because I wanted to be sure. What I love about submitting at the ballot box is that once you submit, you then have to review it again before you cast your vote. I love that because they, okay, they give you another chance. Like, is this what you are trying to say, bitch? What would you like to see happen with Biden and Kamala? Let's say they win, right? Let's go ahead and just claim that Biden and Kamala win. What would you like to see them do during their time in the White House? In an ideal world, I would love police reformation and reallocating of funds. But if you guys want to cloak it under the name reimagine police reform, then I'm okay with that. As long as we do something about what the fuck is going on in the police system, I feel that um, we should take a smaller look at, well, a closer look rather at student loans. Cause bitch, we are only trying to better ourselves. So if, <laughs> if we ain't like laying deep in debt, then bitch, forgive our shit. You know, now, if hoes got eight and nine degrees, then yeah, them hoes is making coin. Put them hoes on the pavement plan. But bitch, I didn't even complete the one I signed up for. Why the fuck am I in debt? I didn't even go through with it. Y'all can have the money back. Like, no, ma'am. I would also like to see LGBT people get rights. Like, rights that we don't have to fight for. Rights that we deserve. Um, and even if that's not what you guys are standing on right now, be open to it. The same way Donald Trump was open to talking to Kim Kardashian for, you know, getting those um, those prisoners out of jail, be open to a conversation with an LGBT figure to understand the importance of us being counted as an American citizen. I also want, um, I just want a better America. I just know I'm sick of this shit. You know, like the pandemic just made, that was just the icing on the cake for me. The past four years have been shit. And that's just that. One of the things I, I well, a few things I'd like to see, and I, I do agree wholeheartedly, like I, we, all together, I just want to see change, reformation, um, and some type of compassion placed back in, you know, the, the system that runs our country. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, but more specifically, I think I would like to see obvious police reform, um, Defunding on a certain level, um, I think a lot of programs don't work anymore. I think a lot of these agencies and their tactics don't work anymore. I think it's a waste of space. I think it's a waste of money. Um, I think we, it's so in some aspect, yes, defund certain situations. Um, I think that we need to have more community oversight uh, where people from our communities are actually, you know, on a board, you know, representing their communities when situations happen with law enforcement. We need a complete teardown of the system and we need to recreate a bunch of shit. Um, I think we need to decriminalize marijuana on a federal level and force the states to also abide by it. We've got a lot of African-American men, women, and young folks that are sitting in jails right now 
because they want to smoke weed or because they sell it because they have no, a lot of times they have no choice to make ends meet for their families because this broken economy that we have is very, you know, selective um, by racist nature, not to employ our black men. We need to also put more money into education. We need to pour money into a lot of, you know, foster care systems, juvenile justice programs. The kids are losing their shit now at, in this generation. The ones coming up now, child, please, they don't give a fuck about nothing no more. But that doesn't mean that we have to throw them away either. But just overall, the whole system just needs to be looked at with um with a fine tooth comb. And we need we need a major reformation on many levels, many many levels. And I know that's a lot to do in four years. So that's why I find it very important that people continue to be interested in the political process, and not just on the federal level, but your local state governments as well. And just pay attention to what's going on around you in the world because we're gonna need everyone. Real change, I think um, I read this somewhere, real um, evolution takes place, the beginning of evolution takes place within the 20 years. So that's the timetable I'm looking at for real change in this country, if we're going to be heading headed in the right direction. Okay, so let me ask you this. Um, if Biden or Kamala was not your initial choice as far as a Democratic candidate for presidency, who would you have liked to have seen in the presidential and vice presidential slot right now? Honestly, I would have done good if with Hillary Clinton. I think we we fucked up when we didn't give her an opportunity. Um, you're talking about someone who checks all the boxes for at least what I want in a person that wants to run this country. Um, someone with compassion, someone with many years of experience. Even as a first lady, she wasn't your average lady. Hello, God. She was still out here like Michelle Obama wasn't your average lady. They were out here in the trenches, in the trench, in the trenches with their with or without their husbands making shit happen. Barbara Bush didn't do a goddamn thing. Pussy ass um, Melania Trump didn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> they didn't do nothing. Hillary. Say what you want about her goddamn husband, but Hillary was out here in the trenches, and she was one of the first people to really put foster children, and I know that's my special interest because that's my story, and I relate to it heavily, but I feel like when you start getting away from the needs of children, that's when you have to check the soulless nature of your country, and that's where we've gotten nowadays. So I definitely would love to see Hillary. I know I went on a tangent there. Sorry. Um, Hillary, I think we would give her another chance. Um, I know Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is not of age to run for president, but I wonder if the same would be in vain for vice president. I don't know the rules on that. They're the same for president. But uh, for those that don't know her, she's from New York. She's, on, she's one of the youngest to ever achieve to be on the House of Representatives. Um, she's one of the first women and young folks to defeat in um, a year's running incumbent um, in her district. So I would love to see her. She's very vocal. She's really down for the people and not in some disingenuous way. I would have loved to see, I would love to see her on somebody's ticket one day or Michelle Obama. But I understand, you know, that's just fantasy. <laughs> but I would love to see her because she has many years of experience. You know, at one point she was Barack Obama's boss. Honey, hello, God. Criminal, major criminal defense attorney, you know, child, women, basically. Powerful women who don't give a fuck. Because it's about that time. Men carry so much hardness with them. <laughs> Look at me turning it into, I didn't really mean that, but I, you know, when you laughed, I thought about the sexual, um, you know, innuendo there. But 
But I'm laughing. I'm I'm laughing because you really did go down a tangent because I was actually talking about if you could choose from the presidential candidates that went up for this fucking election. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When you said Hillary, I said, oh, he doesn't get the question. I meant like Kamala, Elizabeth. Okay, if I would have had it my way, it definitely probably would have been Bernie Sanders. He had my vote when he was um in the previous election. He's again one of the only people at that time that checked off all the boxes for me. Um, he talked about you know the racial divide in this country, which is a major issue, obviously, and also the the effects of climate change and what we need to do to get that shit together because it's a very real thing, and we can't live in an administration that be- doesn't believe in you know, the horrible effects of climate change. Ice caps are melting at an all-time, you know, high rate right now. So, bitch, we need to be very mindful or we'll all be swimming with the fishes, bitch. Pete, I don't think was ready, even though he was, you know, one of the girls. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think he was ready. Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren Warren and Bernie Sanders would have been my picks. My choice too. I think she brings the structure to his craziness, but I think his craziness is needed because we're not in a normal time right now in, in this country, in the world. We're not we, we need someone who can come through and shake the goddamn table, bitch, and, and, and start putting people in check, especially the rich and powerful who have skated on by, you know, without paying their fair share and holding again people accountable for their goddamn sins against uh, humanity. That was exactly my choice, uh, Elizabeth and Bernie, in any capacity, I, either or, either seat for me. I liked Mary Ann Williamson just because she had like a fire to her, but I never thought she was going to make it far. The lady from Hawaii. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because like every time I saw her, I would laugh because I know she's high as fuck. She's like, honey, a child, girl. I'm like, Marianne, what, you going to go well with this attitude? No, ma'am. The lady from Hawaii was tough. I think she would have done a great job. Um, uh, shit, I'm going back to my uh, House of Cards days. As um, Majority Whip, she would have done great as Majority Whip. Or Secretary of State, something like that. Like, she's real like, mm. I, I, you know, I kind of have forgotten about these people because there were so many of them running. And Corey Booker, I feel like he needs more time. Maybe as a vice, maybe as a secretary of state, give him some position um, in the cabinet, I guess. But I think some of these people need a little, they need grooming first. I think it really boils down to experience when you really think about it. Like, I don't want another mistake like a Donald Trump where you have someone who just has no experience in politics whatsoever. Okay, you can run a business. Okay, you know how to do certain things. But if you don't know foreign relations, foreign policy, if you don't know how to really build a country up and improve the quality of life, you don't need to be president. People who qualify are those people who have deep-rooted experience in it. 